0: Guys, this is Hard Time Strong Ben and today we are going through our first land nav class. We're Here we go. Here we go. Land navigation maps number one. FM. This for is going today. to be the the nitty-gritty. So FM for today is FM3-25.26 land navigation. What's a map? Map is a graphical representation of a portion of the Earth's surface drawn to scale and as seen from above what does that mean you ask because you always ask that yes this means everyone asks that (laughs) so a map is a picture drawn to scale so if you were to take a snapshot of your area drawn to scale with references so that you can you know measure distance size everything as seen from above so this is an incredible force multiplier it's what people have been doing for generations and it's absolutely necessary if you're going to be you know wherever you're going to be operating you're going to need a a a map of your operating area a map uses colors symbols and labels to represent different features on the ground a map provides information on the existence location and distance between ground features so that's terrain features buildings uh, you know, when you when you get into, like, operating environments, different uh, troop troop movements, you know, all that
1: stuff. I mean, you watch a TV show, and how many times have you seen the main characters get into a situation where they're running from somebody, and then they're running through the woods, and then all of a sudden there's a cliff? Well, if they had a map, and they actually used it, they would know that that cliff's there, so they wouldn't go that direction.
0: Or how many shows or movies have you seen where, you know, like a command team is pouring over, you know, this huge map that's spanning over, you know, the entire table, you know, yeah, you need this for the planning phase of any operation.
1: Oh yeah. For the planning phase of building anything. Like if you're going to establish community. You need to be able to read a map. You need to know where things are. Security wise, a map is considered a sensitive item. Yep. That's a aside.
0: map. Yeah. So a uh, map shows your, your location, your base location, you know, it could show caches, uh, just your just the lay of the land as far as your environment goes. It is absolutely essential that you keep accountability of all of your maps at all times. If mm-hmm. at any point you do not have accountability, or you may not have accountability of a map, you need to destroy it, because if that falls into enemy hands, that
1: is absolutely detrimental to you and you know all your buddies. Back in World War II, it was one of the main reasons why we had so much success that we did in France on the invasion of Normandy. Once we started like making inroads, we were finding maps, German maps, and we knew where their emplacements were. So yep. that's exactly why you want to keep track of all your maps because you do not want the locations of your emplacements, your camps, your caches, like you said, you do not want that falling into the wrong hands.
0: Exactly. So if at any point you do not have or will not have accountability of that map you need to destroy it and the standard for destroying a map is burning it and scattering the ashes yep you do not want to leave any any possibility of that map falling into anybody's hands that are not your own and then just basic field care for a map um we recommend laminating any map you're going to be using in the field just so you don't get water damage or you know the possibility of like ripping or tearing or staining if you don't have a laminating machine available, then the easy way to do that is by using
1: uh, packing tape. Packing tape. You can use um, a quarterback sleeve. You can use a um, waterproof bag from an MRE. Yeah, it, it all works. Mm-hmm. It should be easily accessible,
0: and you should be able to, you know, check on it to make sure that you have that accountability. You know, that's part of your,
1: you know, kind of after action uh, check on yourself is making sure you have all of your sensitive items. Yep. So let's go into the actual nitty-gritty of these maps. So maps have what's called a scale. Uh, It's the ratio between the distance on a map and the corresponding distance on the surface of the Earth. So when you talk about things being to scale, that means they are the exact same size, or they are a ratio of the actual scale of the item being to scale.
0: Right. So when we talk about scale, we're talking about, uh, like you said, in the form of a fraction. So the distance on the map divided by the ground distance. So the larger the number after one, the smaller the scale of the map. Yep,
1: so, so we're talking, if it's small, you could be talking one to one million. It's a large area and very little detail. If we're talking small scale, it's it's one to a million. It's a very large area with very little detail. It's It, it could be the map of your state. It could be the map of the country. That's That's what we're talking small scale. Uh, It's used for general planning and strategic studies. So the overall area, your medium scale is gonna be larger than one to one million. So, but it's gonna be smaller than one to 75,000.
0: So a standard medium scale map would be one to 250,000. So medium scale map, you're offering a moderate amount of detail uh, and we're using this for operational planning. So we've you know zoomed in a little bit from a small scale map and that's this is where we're talking about troop movements you know just different operational planning where are you guys need to go where is
1: that supply going to come at that sort of thing and then then we get into large scale so 1 to 75,000 or larger so this is your standard large scale map is going to be about oh, 1 to 50,000 it's used for tactical administrative and uh, logistical planning so troop movements um Supply movements. So this is the map that
0: you're going to get more often than not as a team leader or a squad leader. This is, you know, a lot more detail. This is something that you would keep in a quarterback sleeve or in your admin pouch, something that you can reference easily. This is for your for your junior leaders, essentially. These are for the guys that are actually boots on the ground that need to know, you know, what is in their immediate area. Right.
1: So th- these, these maps can be... Well, probably about one of five types. There's planimetric, which is a line map. It's It only shows your horizontal position of the features represent, represented. It's just it's your standard map. You, you go to the store and you buy one. So, yeah, like you said, like a
0: Walmart map, a county map, not a lot of detail, but it gives you an idea of the lay of the land. So uh, so uh, application, if you were in a contestant environment, you went to a Walmart, and you want to know where the next town over is, that sort of thing.
1: Yeah, it's your standard roadmap. The next type is... My favorite, I love these maps. These are topographical maps. These actually portray the terrain features in a measurable way. So they have the contour lines um, along with the horizontal position of features represented on it.
0: Standard military map.
1: Yes. This will tell you, if you know how to read the map, this will tell you where your cliffs are, your cuts are, your hills, mountains, all that stuff. You'll be able to read this and understand the environment around you.
0: A photo map is a reproduction of an aerial photograph taken, with information
1: added. So,
0: you know, say
1: you your contour a, lines, your grid lines, your marginal data, elevation, it, yeah, all that stuff. Right. And then a photomosaic,
0: being an assembly of aerial photographs. So those don't have the added information, but it's a, you know, it's a larger scale, ties in more aerial photographs. It's. Mm-hmm. Normally used when you don't have enough time or resources to produce a more accurate map. So application, you know, you Go out a day before and you take pictures with your drone That would be more photo map or photo mosaic map joint operations graphics, so those are based off of you know standard medium-scale maps but we add information to to incorporate air ground operations so Elevation tinting, air landing facilities,
1: obstacles for air traffic, that sort of thing. More often than not, you won't use joint operations graphics, but unless you have an FO or a JTAG.
0: But if you pick one up, then of course, no wood is what you're actually looking at.
1: Absolutely. What we encountered, aside from the topographical map the most in the military, was what was called a terrain model or a sand table. Uh, it's a scale model of terrain features, and it so, like literally, you can look at it from different directions. You, you understand like elevations, a slope. Um, this is for tree your, lines. This
0: is for your your team or your squad size element. This is it for the guys yes. that are actually going to be going into the operating environment? This is done before a raid, before yep. a, you know a major uh, operation like an ambush, things of that nature. So your yep. guys literally go out clear a section of the ground and you build up for different terrain features, different buildings. You can have little army figures for you know actual team members or squads. You have, you know, uh, little, uh, hot wheels for your vehicles. I mean, this <laughs> is, you're trying to, you're trying to pull in all that information for your guys so they can really conceptualize what's about to happen. Yep. It's, it's for the window lickers. And then non-node liquors alike, for you know pipe hitters everybody. But yep. caveat to that: when you're done with it, destroy it. Yes. That oh gosh. Yes. That should go without saying. It's like any yep. other sensitive item. It's just manifest. So that needs to be taken care of. And then specialty maps. Um, these are normally developed as overprints, overlays on you know a normal map. And they give information that's not covered on a standard map. So uh, different water drainage characteristics, uh, the climate. It could be like a fire line. Uh, could show electrical power lines, fuel, surface or ground, water, resources, other natural resources
1: to a given area. Yep. Uh, then we can get into substitutions for these standard maps. You could find foreign maps. These will have... The same information, essentially, maybe just in a, a, a different metric, well, different scale as well. Yeah, they'll have marginal information. Their map scales will be different. Their map symbols they'll they'll all likely differ from what you're used to. You could come upon a uh, an atlas that those will have those will be regional, continental, and world maps. Um, they're accurate to a degree, but I would only use them for just general information, your general location. I wouldn't use it any other way uh you can come across a tourist map this is just a regional um a regional map it'll it'll mainly show you means of transportation areas of interest uh, that can help
0: well they can be useful because it gives you different information so tourist maps can give you like secondary uh secondary road systems if a uh, you know major road would be you know congested during touring hours it could give you um, like estimated time distance if you're walking between you know it'll have major you know, tourist sites like museums or uh, overlooks that sort of thing yeah
1: beaches yeah it's, it's, it's going to give you good landmarks that's that's not a, a it's not a bad thing but I, I wouldn't rely on that um, it may provide you like you said the, the time distance between specific points
0: well it so use case not for land navigation it would be more of a reference like you said yeah just extra information you wouldn't normally have
1: as a graphic map
0: yeah yeah so a geographic map that'd be more like your forest service map so Mm -hmm. it could give you the climate population relief vegetation uh major you know location major urban areas right you have your city or utility maps that those are, are super useful yeah, so that's where you get into the actual schematics of like streets, water ducts, electricity or telephone lines, sewers. Um, that can be huge for operational planning, depending on
1: how you're able to how and if you're able to use it. Yeah, because if you're having to operate in an urban area, like to be able to maneuver out of sight in sewers, it may suck, but it will it will conceal your movements. It. Because who's going to want to go down and do a sewer to check for somebody? Well, about it, if you
0: had to, you know, say you had a heavily armed, you know, enemy in a up-armored building, you know, being able yeah. to, the, you know, figure out the skin max and
1: see where you can, you know, cut the power or, mm-hmm. you know, whatever else. Yeah. could be incredibly useful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then you have your sector sketches. These are just drawings of a specific area. Your unit SOP will dictate what information you put on there. We always put distances, uh, landmarks out there so that we know how far if somebody's hiding behind a sector of trees, we would know the distance to it and how far we how much we would have to adjust our fire in order to accurately
0: bring fire on them. Yeah, so the main information that we had in our sector sketches were, you know, different uh mm-hmm. Static objects, and then yep. we would actually shade in behind the object where our line of sight ended, where we yes. were not able to observe. Yeah, so, so areas that have laid in cover. So if you have three or five guys doing that for a specific area, you can get a really good picture of what's going on, but that's going to depend on the penmanship and art of your dudes. So aerial photographs, you know, we're talking about aerial photographs that could be used yeah. as a map supplement. Uh, yeah. So it can support in analyzing terrain, route planning, uh, guiding different movements. Think drones. Yeah. Think drone. Think drones. If you have a drone and you're able to use it, you can have a ready-made map that can give you a snapshot of the
1: area you're about to operate in instantly. The downside Huge. of that is you're you're limited to what you can see. Right. So if there's a lot of tree cover, you don't know what's under that tree cover. Right. And, you know, depending on
0: how skilled you are as a pilot, you know, will dictate the, you know, the risk Mm -hmm. management of, you know, where you want to put that drone. And the quality of camera on it. Yeah. mm -hmm.
1: But it's just another tool that you're able to utilize. Yep. And of course, all these maps come down to the standards of the accuracy on them. So you just need to consider the fact that different sources for your map procurement will have different standards of accuracy. Clearly. Um, nationality of the map producer, computer programs used, quality of the picture taken, um, additional information added, the, the, this all plays a factor in how accurate that map is. Yes.
0: So, you know, you talk about foreign maps, you know, you need to utilize the legend in those foreign yes. maps because, you know, adversaries or friendlies will have different symbols for, you know, that represent different things. So, yes. you know, never take a, map for grand you need to you go through that critical thinking of actually observing you know that map figure out uh what information you can use but yep you know a tourist map probably won't be to scale an atlas won't be at the scale that you need you know you can we want you to be able to use all these different tools but you need to critically think about what you're using these tools for right your map may not always be right right so that was our first class in land nav. That was maps one. The topic of maps and actually being able to utilize a map effectively is a huge subject. So we wanted to take in bite-sized pieces where uh, we felt like we could cover the relevant information in
1: a, in an effective way. Right, and you know you're not going to be able to run right away on this. Like we get that some of you probably have a little bit more skill than the rest, but we're trying to bring Those who don't have the skill up to your level of skill. So bear with us. Some of this may be dry, some of this may be boring. Others, you might find this awesome. I find this awesome. So thanks for sticking with us during this. We'll get into more detailed, more fun stuff. At least I'll find it fun. We're going to get to that later.
0: As always, guys, this was Hard Time Strong Men. Thanks for joining us and stay in the fight.
1: Bye, everybody.